I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. So we're in the last hour of the program. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. If you missed anything, we do have the podcast. And so you can listen to any of the programs that we've got uh, from the podcast. They usually get up on Monday, roughly, when Joey gets to it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they're there for you to download from wherever you get your podcasts, uh, anywhere. I mean, I've seen people subscribing to our podcast from the strangest places. Um, They're on all these podcast services that are out there. Um, but you can subscribe to it via, I think, via Spotify, via Amazon, via all, you know, wherever you get your podcast. Uh, so we appreciate that. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 are the numbers. Three lines open for you. We're going to go to Joanne in Windsor Locks first. What's happening, Joanne? Um, <clears throat> Proton Mail. Yeah. Uh, I've added it since the first time that you mentioned it, and it is great. Good. Um, However, <laughs> I just found out yesterday they sort of informed me that my browser is Firefox, and that kind of surprised me. They informed you that your browser was Firefox? Yeah. Well, that's okay. They would, they would know what browser they, they're They would on. have to know. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was wondering, should I switch to Chrome? Well, just by them telling you, or are you saying that they say they didn't like Firefox? No, they didn't. No, it's oh. just because from your previous programs mm. that I listened to, mm-hmm. which is all of them, um, <laughs> you yeah. seem to like Chrome better than Firefox. We we go back and forth. So right now, right now I like Brave. By the way, uh, Brave is a super fast browser. Um, it's a little lion head, and we can put a link up there for you. They do have some really cheesy. Crypto wallet garbage you can avoid, but they are it's a very fast browser. Uh, Firefox is fine. Ba- it goes back and forth. I mean, mo- the developers seem to do better, and then they do worse, and then they do better, and back and forth. Um, for our customers, generally, Chrome seems to be still the industry leader. Um, and Dennis has a story about Windows Explorer going away finally. Oh, yeah. So, Windows, Windows Internet Explorer is going to be going away in well later this month and yeah. e- even though microsoft said it was inextricably 
removable. <laughs> I from know. The, I remember that. The lawsuit. It couldn't be removed, but what's going to happen later this month? It's going to be removed. Magic. Magic. <laughs> so, now you're fine, Join. You can use whatever browser you wish uh, it, as you're happy with it. Uh, to be clear, uh, what happens every time your browser goes to any website, whether it's Proton's or anyone else's, it includes something called the user agent string, which tells that web, web server what you've got. Because in some cases, they need to know how to present the information to you. Mm-hmm. They need to know what browser you've got, how big your screen is. Because if you're looking at a website, like on a phone, mm-hmm. it's not going to look the same as on a computer. And then an Android phone versus an Apple phone is even different, right. too. And the, the web server really needs to know that information in order to give you something that will work. Right. So that and that's been built into web browsers ever since there were web browsers. So. Yep. Okay. Yeah, nothing and new. One more question. Okay. What do you think of their new .me address? I think it's neat. Uh, they did do a whole rebranding. They're offering a whole lot more Proton is, um, a whole lot more services, a whole lot more technology for if you do pay for it. Um, than they had in the past, so it's kind of neat. I think I think being at dot me is kind of cool, um, but it's up to you. Whatever whatever works for you. You're at some. You're at Proton, Joanne, or did you set up your yes. own? Okay, you're at Proton, and you can. I think you can keep that. Obviously, yes, I I can keep. I can use both actually. Even cooler. That's nice. What they told me. Even cooler. But the, if you pay for the service, you also get their their VPN. Which, I know, I do. I do pay. Nice. So yeah, you got yeah. a good good secure mail system and VPN system from a from a respected company. So Yeah, they're really good about um surveying the email as it comes in if it's and they warn you if you should look at it or not. Oh good. Yeah. I didn't even know they had that feature. Yeah. Yes. It's it's pretty nice. That's good. So okay. you're you're in good shape, Thank Joanne. You. You're welcome. So definitely she's Using the right mail product and uh, security product, I think. Let's go to Jan in Bristol next. What's happening, Jan? Hey, you guys asked if I would call with a follow-up to my question last week, which was on my Outlook account trying to email out. It was kicking back, saying it couldn't be delivered. Right. Mm -hmm. And... I found out what happened. Oh, do tell. Apparently, somebody's contacts that had my Outlook address in it got hacked and Mm. sent spam to people supposedly from that address, and it got put on Google's blacklist. Yep. That's quite a – we didn't even think of that, but we knew it was their, their their mail system that was blocking you. Yes. Yeah. But we would never have able. I wasn't able to send to – I have a, a Mac.com address also. Same thing happened with that. It just gets kicked back from no matter who I send right. an email to from that account. And it's, it's a shame because I had created that account for a, an organization that I belong to so that um, I wouldn't have to involve my own personal email in the – organization that i'm with right and so now that is it's just toast so it and i have no clue don't have the expertise or the ability to you know get off of google's blacklist i tried 
Googling it to find out how to do that. <laughs> you can petition. Uh, you can petition and, and try to get yourself up. But f- so your your box got your mailbox got hacked, and that's that's well, the somebody, issue. Somebody somebody who had the address. I mean, somebody I, was spoofing her address. Yeah. Uh, so okay, all right, fine. Theoretically, yeah. So yeah. I, I don't fully believe that that because a spoof mail a spoof is different than your mailbox being attacked. And True. if 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 it was the case, they could do that to anybody, right? They could spoof anybody's mailbox, and then they put on a be put on a blacklist, which is not fair. It's the mailbox isn't hacked, right? It's it's yeah. So and, and <laughs> I I think I I don't know if what you're saying is fully true. I feel that well, maybe your mailbox was hacked. It it could be, but I I'm not. You're going to abandon them anyways. You're not going to use them anymore. Well, I, yeah, and I've I've heard that Outlook is, you know, a, a terrible, um, you know, it's just not it's not a uh, it's not very good, and that probably shouldn't use it, and it's leftover. I don't know. It's that's that's just I a mail client. Not good. Out, Outlook yeah. is not your Outlook issue. is your client. Yeah, your mailbox, um, or is was that Outlook dot com right? Yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. what you're saying. So the mail client of Outlook is a good tool. Outlook.com is a well, cloud-based. Outlook.com is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Outlook is a good good product. Yeah. You know, if you like Microsoft. Um, right. But the Outlook.com email address right. that was created so that we could use, you know, our QuickBooks account was created so that we could, um, you know, communicate with other people on the board of directors and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I can't send anything from that right. so, email. And and what was coming back, I was looking, and the, the way I found it is I was looking at the codes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a 500 code. And apparently if it's a 500 code or a, there was another one, I don't know, it was a 425 or a 450 or something. Yeah, 440. It basically says that it's been blacklisted. So Okay, well, that's um, interesting. But again, to spoof... What, the mail systems are supposed to actually blacklist the actual post offices, right? Um, not a not the the re, the return address right, that you put up. If you think about a letter, right, and you and the return address is that thing you write there in the upper left hand corner, right? Mm-hmm. If if I happen to send a bunch of bunch of uh, junk mail to you and I put the return address as you know Joe Biden White House, right? I can do that all day long. Are they going to block all the mail from the White House? No. Because yeah. they know it didn't come from the White House. I just put my right. name. I put it, the it, name there. Right, right. When they block your mailbox, your account like that, it's not because somebody spoofed it. Because it, they know where it came from. They know the mail system. They know that the spoof is like I just wrote the mail, the, the White House on there. So I strongly feel your mailbox might have been ha- impacted. Um, yeah. So when you, if you're not going to use this anymore, that's fine. Uh, your next mailbox that you set up, make sure you set up two-factor authentication. So that when you log into it from a browser or what have you, you have to do a second factor, like a, a you know a text to your phone or an email to a different email box. You put a or, code in. or an authentication app on the right. phone, where you put in a bunch okay. of numbers because you're. I'm, I I think that's what happened. Okay. But nice so job on your detective work. To get this off of the blacklist, and if so, yes, you can petition. Do we do we have any advice there, Dennis, to get it off the blacklist? Um, it's, I mean, how do I petition? I, I don't even well, know. Well, first, you got to secure it. 
Right. But who who is it that's blacklisting her? Is it Google? Google. Google. Okay. I'll we'll find, we'll find out. a link for you, Jan. We'll find a link to a, a web form that you can basically beg them to let you send mail through their system. But before you beg them, they're they're not you know fool me yeah. once, fool me twice, right? They're going to be like, okay, authentication. Okay. Yeah, you got to set up two factor authentication. Yeah. Now, if you happen to find yeah. that is already configured, it means the bad guy already did that. Um, for their for their control, not yours. Yeah. And then then you're dealing with the folks at Microsoft. <laughs> to, yeah, to re-arrest control back to you, to your control. Um, yeah, so interesting. Get it secure. Okay. What password did you use on it? <laughs> Ain't going. I know you guys. You do that every time somebody calls. Oh, what's your password? <laughs> yeah, it's password one two three, all lowercase. Gotcha. Right? <laughs> well, in this case, somebody asked somebody. Right, mm. that the the hacker account. Somebody either reused a password that you've used before, or they literally did that. They asked you for it in some tricky way. Um, huh. So keep that in mind. That's why I keep doing that to people. Um, so go yeah, ahead and no, we'll put a link up there for you to how to petition. Make sure you turn on two factor authentication, change the password of that account, um, okay. and then they should take you off that list. It, it could okay. take some time. Yeah, because it. So it would be nice not to have to, you know, redo everything. But right. um, well, imagine we'll talk to the it's and it's only two two people that use this email address at all. Well, that's where the second factor is going to be a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah, because and it's again, it's got to, the the code is going to have to go to somebody's email uh, mm-hmm. cell phone, mm-hmm. you know, for a code number going to be a royal pain in the neck. Yeah, so. so that's okay. You need security, so maybe consider yeah. a second mailbox for them, and that way you're not sharing. Yeah, that's a good thought. All right. Okay. All right, Jen, thank you All for right, the I'll update. I'll look for the link then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate everything you do. Our pleasure. All right, take care. All right, yeah, bye-bye. She did a good job kind of trying to get down to it. I mean. Yeah. She but, she got it. Real, well, she got the problem. Right. She didn't have the solution. No. All right, we're going to step out for a quick break. So, Michael and Bristol, hang on. We'll get to your call. Three lines open for you, 860-522-9842. We'll be right back. We are back. We never know the amount of spots. Last week it was, like, jam-packed. This week, I don't know. I blame the WTIC sales guys. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. We're going to go to Michael in Bristol next. What's happening, Michael? Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing fine. How are you? Uh, not too bad. I'm calling because I'm getting a little bit frustrated with uh, Outlook and Microsoft. Uh, Welcome the to the club. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir? Welcome to the club, we both said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been actually, my, my email is uh, Gmail, but I've been using Outlook for uh, ages uh, on my desktop. And the other day I come to turn on my email and find out that my IMAP is refusing to sign me on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come to find out that now I need a yearly subscription to Outlook. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, that's not yeah, it. Uh, two different things here. Yeah, <laughs> that's not it. What Outlook do you have, Michael? What version? Uh, ten. Okay, Outlook. You got Outlook. Win, uh, twenty ten. Twenty ten. Okay. 
Yeah. yeah. And so what's happening here, this is, believe it or not, this issue, it, the cause of your problem is Google's. Okay. Yes. And then somebody on at the Microsoft side is trying to sell you something, right? So there's two separate things here. Google has improved okay. their security and they want you to put in some additional um, uh, ports in your in your email config to have your IMAP flow the way they want it to flow in it through secure yeah. ports. So you just have to go and and modify that in the Outlook account, you know, your your Gmail account within Outlook. You go ahead and follow Google's instructions and change those ports and click off whatever SSL checkboxes you got to check off, and your mail will flow. All right, and you can continue and, to use 2010 Outlook. And I did that. Yeah. And I was given a warning that. Uh, uh, I'm going to have to go and uh, do a subscription. Wait a minute. So you got a Microsoft, you got a Microsoft commercial. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's awful. If that's the case, I don't, I, I believe you. I mean, I, but it could be occurring. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I went down to Microsoft and now it's going to be like $99 a year for one computer. Uh, if you want up to six computers, it's going to be another price. I know. Uh, Are you, is this a business, Michael, or personal? It's personal. Okay. So there's, you bought the Office 2010 oh, 10, yes. 12 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so you got your money's worth, right? They Microsoft yeah. still does sell Office where you can purchase it once. It's an Office. Okay. You're going to go get an Office Home and Business or an Office Student and Home edition. Most likely, the student and home is the one you're going to go for. A couple hundred bucks. Okay. It's, you'll pay for it once. Microsoft would prefer okay. you to give them money every year for the ability to send yeah. an email. Um, yeah. But you can just buy it. So you can just buy it. I think it's student and home or home and business, but I would think student and home is a cheaper one for you. It's, it's Office okay. 2021, and you probably can pick it up at Staples. Staples are going to probably try to sell you a subscription too. But uh, tell them you just want you just want to buy the single purchase software. Um, and I'm yeah. I'm really disappointed that you're getting a, a nag from Microsoft. I would tell you this yeah. too. You can just tell them to pound sand, right? So you can continue to use Outlook 2010 <laughs> and enjoy the enjoy the uh, nagging they're going to try to do to you on the Office suite. Um, but understand, you can go buy it okay. once. For a couple hundred bucks. Okay. And that's a no-brainer. So we've saved you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So we'll, you know, you can wow. you can send your thank you card and a little gift card to Dunkin' Donuts to the station, and we'll. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but, I appreciate it, guys, and and then keep up with the good information. Your your lifesavers. Our pleasure. Well, Michael, one one quick question. I'm assuming you're running yep. Windows 10, right? If you tell uh, me you're running, yes. okay. Because if you're running Windows 7, this all goes out the window. Right. And it won't allow me to upgrade to 11 because it says um, my, my computer, which I bought two years ago, they're saying that it doesn't have the correct uh, uh, hardware. Software. Software, yeah, hardware. Hardware. You're not compatible, Michael, unfortunately. You, you have, right. You're, you, you did not conform, so you must be cast out. I know. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go and uh, visit my people at uh, either Staples or, or, or uh, Best Buy. And right, well, I would tell you to stay Windows. I would say stay Windows 10 until 2025. Make really? that yeah. You don't need to. There's support till 2025. You have no need to go to Windows 11. It's just another number. Okay. All right. All right. I appreciate that. Keep that in mind. Thank you. Very good. Good luck, sir. 
Okay, thank you very much. Yep, bye-bye. bye-bye. So we got to make sure we reiterate this to folks. You do not have to pay a subscription to Microsoft for your office suite. Right. You you don't have to. You can if you want to, all right? Whatever. You can if you want to, but you don't have to. Uh, Microsoft still sells plenty of straight office suites. And because of their latest junk garbage with this new commerce experience crap, um, it's causing so much trouble for us and for our customers. And they have to pay for everything yearly, whether you like it or not. And if you don't pay for it yearly, it's 20% even more expensive to rent it um, from the folks at Microsoft. And they actually took a pretty big hit quarterly because of the issues with that approach. Um, So you still can buy the Office Suite, pay for it once, run it for a decade, do your email, you win. We're going to be here for another 30 minutes, though. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, we have four lines open for you. So get online. 860-522-9842. Otherwise, Dennis and I are talking about our kids and our cats. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's one of the employee owners of Tab, Dennis Halnon. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, questions, and concerns. And uh, two lines open for you until the top of the hour, 860-522-9842. And let's get to your calls. You're nice enough to join us. We're going to go to Dave in Cromwell first. What's cooking, Dave? Hi, guys. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Our pleasure. Uh, I've got a few items for you. The first one I'd like to start off with is, um, are there any free programs that I can download that'll search for duplicate files. I, mm. I've done a lot of backups over the years, and I'm sure that I've got photographs, Excel files, Word files saved over and over again. I'd kind of like to sort through them and delete the duplicates. Yes, deduplication technology and backups is a big thing. Oh, it has been for a long time, too. But yes, there are some free utilities that will do that. Okay, yeah. is there one you'd like to suggest? Yeah, it's 
it's by Auslogics, A-U-S-L-O-G-I-C-S. And we'll uh, put a link for you we'll, so you we'll don't We'll post have to a link. It. Yeah, don't go looking for it. Uh, we'll post a link in our website and Facebook and Twitter. And believe it or not, Dave, back in the early 90s, TJ, who used to own Tab Computer System, was a programmer. And he wrote a program called NetClean for Novell servers for this exact problem because storage back then, and still is, but storage back then was ridiculously expensive. It's not as expensive now. And you had to find all those duplicate files on a server, and the NetClean, the, the Novell Netware operating system that did a really poor job, and so you, he wrote a utility to do exactly this called NetClean. So it's an okay. old problem. So if I go to tabcomputers.com, I'll find the link? Well, no. If you go to computertalkwithtab.com, Computer talk. <laughs> the name of the show.com, which also works. So, yeah, computertalkwithtab.com. If you go to tabinc.com, you can click on Computer Talk and get there as well. Computertalkwithtab.com. Great, I could do that. All right. A um, couple of things. We did just recently buy new computers because ours were extremely slow and old. And the store I purchased them from has a 90-day refund policy, which I'm totally amazed with. And I'd like to just run by what we bought and see whether you guys frown upon it or think it's uh, <laughs> adequate for okay. our needs. Okay. All right. Go ahead. So we bought an HP all-in-one device. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got 8K, 8K of RAM, which I'm, I'm told some people say it's the minimum. Some people say it's shy. Well, 8K... Eight K would be the wrong word. Eight gigabytes. Thank so you. Kilobytes Thank and you gigabytes. That's okay. Yeah, eight K is too little. You need sixteen gigs. So before you run it back there, see if they can add another eight gigs to it. But go ahead. So what we use it for primarily is surfing the internet and mm-hmm. reading emails. That's ninety nine percent of the time. Occasionally, I'll do a spreadsheet or a PowerPoint or a Word document. All right. Do you frown upon the eight gigs? We frown upon it, yes, because our minimum spec is 16 gigs, but it doesn't mean you can't be happy with what you have. Um, what about the uh, the um, processor? What type of processor do you have? Oh, I do not know that. Well, that's the most important thing. Are you talking brand or are you talking Hertz I'm, or both? Well, um, make, which most likely would be Intel, and then gigahertz, and we're also looking at generation. You know, is but- it... A, does the processor it, it, does the processor affect surfing the internet? Mm-hmm. It affects e- each and everything that that computer ever does. It's a processor. It processes the things you're asking it to do. Think of it as the engine of your car. Okay, I'm pulling up. Is there a way I can tell easily by going into the computers? It's up. It's up right now. Or is there something I want to read on the box or? Um, the box would probably be the easiest way, but I think I'm not sure they're going to tell you the generation of the processor if you go to the system config. Is it going to tell? It'll give it'll give an exact model. Then we have for, to look it up. Yeah, then we can look it up. The box says it's an AMD Ryzen three. Mm, okay. R Y Z E N. Yep. That's a good CPU. All right, and then does it have a solid state hard drive or a spinny drive? Solid state. Nice. So you're probably not upset with the performance, right? Are you asking I just got because it just started it? Okay. Oh, you just started it. Okay. You have ninety whole days, which is an awfully long time. Um, play with it a little bit. If if you're happy with the performance with eight gigs, you're fine, right? Okay. You know, who okay. am I to say it's not fast enough? My wife just said it's an i five. Is what she believes. Or oh, we got it. Never mind. Put right on the box. Is fine. If, it, if it's an AMD processor, it's not an i five. Yeah, that's an Intel. Okay. 
Okay. Good. That's okay. Good. AMD is a fine solution. Yeah, I mean they they make good processors. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we bought two laptops. One of them is eight K. I'm sorry, eight gigs. There you go. Two fifty six solid state drive. The other one is a four gig with the same 256 solid state drive and believe it or not we're using that 4 gig machine quite a bit. Okay. That's probably um, a pretty cheap one there. 4 gigs pretty low. What's the processor on the 4 gig one? I would have to look that up. Yeah. Um wait, I might have that box right here. You went on shopping like yesterday? No, I went shopping uh, last Sunday. The stores were completely empty. It was a great experience cuz nice. we got a lot of attention. Uh, nice. we stopped at three stores up on the pike. Yeah. Um, don't know if you want me to plug them or not plug them. No, it doesn't matter. But the point is, you were out there and you got some good good equipment. Well, we got you got I- equipment. We're gonna we're not sure if it's good or not. <laughs> um, Four gigs is not a lot, though. That's, no. Even if we just surf the internet. Yes. It's Especially be if you surf the internet. Um, okay. uh, people people often say, "I'm just going to surf the internet." There is no much no more such thing as. I am just surfing the internet. Right. The, your your okay. browser is going to become the engine of a lot of what you do, and it is going to do a lot of different things. And consume a lot of resources. And it just eats up computation. Okay. Um, if I was willing to spend another four or 500 bucks and get a machine with uh, 16... 16 gigs of RAM, uh, an i5 with an 11th gen processor or newer. Those are really the differentiators between the lower end stuff that's really affordable, like the $300 laptops that you might be looking at here. Um, That's what it was. Yeah. So a $300 laptop won't be very much good for even a kid to do his homework or her homework. Um, It's just too too little. And uh, so... That one probably would be something I would tell you to go back. You're going to be disappointed with um, in the short term. But what's the other one? What was it? What, you said the eight gig one. Yeah, and an eight gig laptop, a two fifty six. What's the uh, processor in that one? I I'm stumbling on trying to. Find oh, it's okay. Info. Well, you had ninety days. We're over here every Saturday. So All right, I I will call back with that information. Yeah. So. yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, lastly, the all in one that I bought. I'm trying to do a, like a 30-page scan. So I'm using the scan device that came, or a scan program that came with the computer. And it's it, it's extremely slow, um, like an hour to run that 30-page scan through the uh, document feeder. Um, are there other programs that are better, or am I experiencing, again, speed problems with this brand-new computer because of the 8 gigs? Uh, 8 gigs, I'd say right. What? Well, Okay. I would say the scanner probably came with some software included in it. Did you install that software on the computer yet? No, I just went to the Windows icon, typed in scan, and it came up with Windows Fax and Scan. Hmm. Right. Okay. What's, what, and then clicked new scan and filled out the rest of the uh, questions regarding the, okay. the printer and the size of the paper. This printer, how old is it? Oh, good question. The printer is probably... I don't know, probably eight or nine years old. It's mm. a Laser Pro MFP M127FW. Nice. That means it's an HP. Yeah, it's a, but it's a nine or ten year old scanner. So the, the the performance of the scanner is usually not dependent on the machine. I'm going to say its ability to scan and process the scan is on it, although the software does play a role. Um, 
there would be a better a better scanner product called Paperport, which is more commonly used as a scanning software. What did you use on your old computer? You didn't just type in Windows Scanner, did you? No, um, it actually was something Geek Squad downloaded on it. Yeah, probably. Um, and it was much much better. It also allowed you to pick the file right. that you wanted to store the scan in. Right. Uh, it would also do double sided. Right. Scans by you know taking the paper out, turning it 180 degrees, putting it back in. It did a beautiful job. I bet you, Dave, if you go and do a, go to HP's site for that for that, device, for that model, they probably yeah. have free software you can download the same way the Geek Squad did when they put it on your machine in the first place. And go look at is your old machine dead, dead, or can you go figure out what it was? Um, it's it's off. It's taken off the desk right now, but I could power it back up and find out what it was. Yeah, that'll help you with your search. That way you can find the same software. So that's probably a combination of the software and the hardware together is giving you that poor performance. And okay. putting the software on the new machine, I bet you'll be happy. Yeah, I what I would do is go to HP's support site, search for your model, mm -hmm. and it should give you an opportunity to get a page of drivers for it. Mm -hmm. What you're going to look for is whatever is listed as the full software solution because it's going to be a whole bunch of different drivers you can pick right what you want are the words full software solution that'll right. have everything in it the printer drivers the scanning tools all the stuff yep and install that okay i could do that awesome all right dave all right eric dennis thank you very very much for the advice fully appreciated you guys have a great day our pleasure good luck dave thank you yep bye-bye all right, Dave's got something to do on this lovely Saturday morning. We're going to step, step out for a quick break before Carolyn gets mad. And, get, and Lynn, hang on. We'll be right back. We are back. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock, and then Dr. Alessio will be in with Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. But let's see what we can do for you. Let's go over to Lynn in Manchester next. What's cooking, Lynn? Hi, I've got a problem connecting to the Internet and also to my email, and uh, I've run it through the uh, new HP uh, Diagnostics, Hardware Diagnostics, and it's telling me that everything with the machine is fine, but Frontier is telling me I've got a problem with the computer, hmm. and uh, I, uh, I'm not quite buying it. I changed the cable from the modem to the machine, and uh, that that I, I did, and plus I had an old, well, I had an old but unused uh, uh, Logitech keyboard and uh, mouse, and they were, then you know, they're telling me all this stuff that, that the machine is as bad, hmm. and I am thinking they're not too honest on that, hmm. and they're, 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 uh, <laughs> Their uh, tech support has gotten to be a real mess. Okay. So you have Frontier Internet, probably yep. DSL speed, right? Pardon? Is it DSL? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so do you have cell phones in there as well? Uh, no, I don't have cell phones on, that, on this. I've got my cell phone through AT&T. Okay, so is there no Wi-Fi in your home? Like if I came over to your house and we were outside in the backyard and and I wanted to connect to your Wi-Fi, could I do that? Uh, quite probably, yeah. Okay, that's good. So on your cell phone, have you tested the connection to see what you're getting for DSL speeds if you connect to your Wi-Fi? No, I didn't. 
Okay. So you're going to do that. You're going to go ahead and connect to your DSL service. Uh-huh. And then you're going to do a speed test. All right. You can run the speed test through the Wi-Fi on your cell phone and see what you're getting for performance. I bet you it's junk. I bet you it's like three megabits. Uh-huh. Um, or less. And now your computer, you, you, you're hardwired to the modem, right? Have you done a speed test with that? Can you get any connectivity to the Internet at all with your computer? Uh, it, it comes and goes. Like, uh, for instance, while I was on hold, mm-hmm. uh, when I first dialed in, it, uh, I couldn't get onto my Yahoo Mail. But then uh, while I was sitting there, I, I clicked on it, and it, it came up. Mm. And it, it, it just comes and goes. It, it's like it's driving yeah. me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we hear you. <laughs> yep. Big but time. Do a speed test on your on your computer too. Oh, okay. But um and you just go to speedtest.net. Yeah, speedtest.net. That's the at this point that's the gold standard. Yeah. And uh run a speed test, see what you're getting. I bet you it's gonna be three megabits or less. Uh-huh. And if you start seeing K, it's Frontier's problem. especially if you get the same speed test result on your phone. Right now, you, now you've ruled out your computer. You can say, "Hey, wait a minute! I get the same speed test when I'm on the Wi-Fi of my phone as I am with with my computer, uh, hardwired." And then they're going to have to get out there and probably give you a new modem or test the line, um, something to that effect. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if that modem has seen better days. Yeah, because even with slow DSL, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be getting the intermittent connectivity that he's getting. Right now, they have they offered to give you a new phone, a new modem. What it is, it's uh, the modem is an NVG448B Bravo. But it came from them, right? Yes, it did. Yeah. So again, we have to. You got to troubleshoot it with them, and they don't seem to be willing to troubleshoot it with you. Yeah, um, they don't seem to be able to do the things that they used to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. Uh, Less is more these days, sir. Less is more. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. It's 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 a nightmare when it comes to the internet, and and there's all sorts of reasons. But DSL service is pretty poor to begin with, and then if it goes bad, it's just like may as well not be on the internet. Yeah. yeah. So do a speed test on your phone with your Wi-Fi connected. See what you're getting, and then do a speed test on your computer, and then call them back. And and if they're both the same number, which I suspect they will be, you can say, look, same thing is happening. I think it's my modem. Can you send a person out there? And they should. You've been renting the modem forever. Yeah, I, I know that if you were having a, a big problem, and I've had it in the past, where they have sent somebody out, you know, mm-hmm. tech out, and uh, worked on it. And they've generally wound up uh, switching pairs of wires between here and the, in the uh, connection box about a quarter mile away. Right. But uh, now they don't seem to be too too eager to do that. Right. That's the copper over DSL, yep. digital subscriber line. That's what's going on is you're running over the old copper yes. to get your connection. Yep. Um, what about alternatives in Manchester? Is GoNetSpeed there yet? Is uh, no. uh, Are there other alternatives? No. Not that I know of. Okay. Cable That's company? About the only alternative would be uh, uh, Cox Cable, really. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is uh, their, their terminal is about 100 yards from where I am. Hmm. You'll be happy with that connection for a while until, the, until they crank up your pricing. But I'm sure there's a cheap inter, introductory <laughs> offer you could start with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but eventually it'll be a car payment. Um, yeah, so, probably. 
Yeah, so I think you need to get some some folks out there, just do some speed tests there and see if you can get the understanding of what you have going there. Okay, will do. All right, good luck. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, Internet issues are no fun. I wanted to bring up this uh, a little bit more about that Amazon suit because <laughs> you can't make it up. But, of course, it's California. Uh Take California, right? As the propeller head said, um, Amazon workers seeking to recoup his expenses incurred while working from home during the pandemic. Um, it moves a step closer to trial when the dingling California judge rejected the e-commerce giant's request to dismiss the lawsuit. Um, basically, the proposed class action lawsuit that the company violated state laws. They violated state laws by failing to come up with a policy to compensate employees for remote work. That was related uh, remote work related expenses that were forced on the company by state laws. <laughs> Whoa, crazy! You can't make it up. But this is a Bloomberg article we'll put up there. This is nuts. Gavin Newsom sends them home, makes you go home, right? And they they want to get compensated. But if you drove in and had to spend a thousand bucks in gasoline every week because it's California, it would be coming out of your pocket, right? People are nuts. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this Saturday morning. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live while we were talking about it. Thank Carolyn for producing, but especially you guys uh, joining us on this Saturday morning, giving us something to do, helping us out. Everything we talked about is there for you. If you missed anything, you don't need to Google it. Just go to computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And if you like us on Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems, all this stuff can get into your newsfeed. Remember, we want you to be geeks, too. See you next Saturday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.